Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. Welcome to the Fueled by Faith, Built by Fitness podcast with your host, Evan Anderson. In this podcast, we deep dive into all things faith, fitness, mindset, and personal growth to transform your life and create the best version of yourself. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Yo, what's going on, guys? So in today's episode, I want to talk about using faith to achieve your fitness goals. Yes, we can be fit, we can be ripped, we can be shredded for the right reasons. But that's a problem, though. And I want to talk about, you know, how do we use faith to achieve our fitness goals? How do we get ripped? How do we get shredded and in good shape for the right reasons and not just for vanity? And that's a problem. A lot of people do it for vanity when they start off, me included. But after you achieve it, you're like, then what? So then you stagnate. And like me, I didn't really achieve my goal. I looked good. And that was like, then what? So I stopped caring. I started binge eating, gained 20 pounds. And um, so that's the problem with vanity. You know, you're like, then what? And then obviously it's vanity, so it becomes your idol. And that's not good either. So fitness can be glorifying to God in three ways. First of all, he tells us to. There's a bunch of scriptures in the Bible that basically tells us to be fit, to be in shape to treat our bodies with respect. Um, we are, our bodies are temples, right? Second reason is like, with increased physical and emotional well-being, we're more likely to present with, with confidence. We, like we shine, we radiate, like we're shining God's light onto others. And that's ultimately what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be beacons of light. Like that's, that's number two, like with increased physical and emotional well-being, we present ourselves in a better manner. We're confident, we're shining, we're radiating, we're glowing. And we're shining God's light onto others. And the third reason is like we're supposed to use our body for the service of others and advancing the kingdom. We can't advance the kingdom and we can't serve others effectively if we're out of shape and overweight. And ultimately, we need to be prepared for what God is calling us to do. We don't know what God has in store for us that he wants us to do, but we have to be prepared. We have to be prepared for the battle that we're facing every day with Satan, with our temptations. So I got a few scriptures First of all, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Our bodies are temples. I love this quote by Jim Rohn. Um, Treat your body like a temple and not a woodshed. A lot of people take their health for granted. And in this, in this scripture, it tells our bodies aren't ours. Like this is a, a gift that God blesses us with and we're supposed to steward it. We're supposed to manage it and keep it keep it holy, keep it clean like a temple and not a woodshed. We're supposed to honor God with our body. The next one I have is 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Now this is a big problem. So over the years, we've had more processed food, candy bars, chips, pastries, all that stuff. Ultimately food is supposed to be to fuel us up, to nourish our body, and not for enjoyment and personal pleasure. And that is why the world, or I think 70% of the United States is overweight and obese, and that is sad. People are, are living to eat. We're supposed to eat to live. Food is, food is fuel. We're supposed to use food to nourish our body so we can step into that calling that God has for us. So ultimately, there's two sides of fitness right now. There's the there's a church saying it's vanity and they're using that as an excuse to stay 
overweight to to not treat their body with respect. And then there's the other the other side, the world that's doing it for vanity reasons. And those are there's there's two problems right there, right? So the problem with the church is that most of them are overweight and they have a problem with gluttony. And then there's the world and they're doing it for vanity, so it becomes an idol. And those are bad. Those are both bad. We have gluttony and we have an idol. Uh, Philippians three nineteen. Their end is destruction. Their god is their belly, and they glory in their shame, with mindsets on earthly things. Right? He's telling us that the people that are living to eat, the people that are that are overweight. <laughs> he's telling us in this scripture right here that their god is their belly. And remember, we can only serve one god. And that's where we come in. We need to be the difference. We need to be fit, be in shape for the right reasons, for the right motives. And ultimately, it should be, first of all, to glory God, right? Do it to honor Him and to serve others, right? We have to be in the best shape so we can serve others, serve our gift to the world. So how do we use faith to achieve our goals? How do we get fit for the right reasons? First thing is we need to change our motive for losing weight and getting fit. We need to make the goals less about us, less about the vanity, and more about serving others. So it's not about the looks. It's about being the best you so you can step, in that, step into that calling that God has for you and so you can serve others more effectively. It's about glorifying God with your health. We need to change our why for losing weight and getting fit. Yes, we all want to look good. We all want to have six-pack. But guess what? When you have the right motives, like when you, when you the lifestyle, when you live a healthy lifestyle, guess what a, pipe, a byproduct of that is? Is you have abs. You look good. We need to focus less on the outcome, detach ourselves from the outcome, and more on the process. More about just living this healthy lifestyle every single day. Eating more God-made food than man-made food. Drinking enough water. Getting sleep. Actually not being sedentary all day and, and moving our body. Exercising. We need to change our why for losing weight. Make our goals less about you and more about serving others. When you show up your best, you're showing up your best for others. You're showing up your best for God. So that's number one. Number two is we need to start with the heart of gratitude. We need to change our perspective on how we view exercise and how we view nutrition. We need to be thankful. Like we don't have to exercise. We don't have to eat healthy. We get to eat healthy. We get to exercise. You know how many people are disabled in this world that would love to move their body? Man, I am grateful that I have a body that functions and can move. Do you know how many people in this world that are starving and when they do get the chance, they don't have healthy food? Man, I am grateful that I have the opportunity to choose to eat healthy. So be thankful. Start with the heart of gratitude. Exercise isn't punishment. Like we aren't meant to be sedentary. We're meant to move our bodies, right? Exercise is simply moving our body, building our temple, strengthening our bodies so we can serve others. Nutrition. We're not supposed to live to eat. We're supposed to eat to live. Food is simply fuel. We need to change our perspective on how we view these things. Food is fuel. Eat more God-made food instead of man-made processed crap. And number three is faith it till you make it. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. It's one of the Proverbs. I'm not sure which one off the top of my head exactly, but death and life is in the power of the tongue. Whatever you say that comes out of your mouth, it's either going to build you up, it's going to edify you or the people around you, or it's going to hurt you. Now, we all have grown up uh, in our childhood, and maybe we were bullied um, or people spoke things over us, and now that um, sunk into our subconscious mind. So now, like, maybe you were called fat all your childhood, and that's what you believe. And now you're overweight and you're fat because that's what you believe. But I'm telling you right now, you can change your story. You can change your story. Start with affirmations, right? Everything is controlled by our thoughts. If we have the right thoughts, if we change our attitude, our actions will reflect those thoughts. So we need to change the beliefs we have about ourselves. So affirmations, um, things like this. I am eating an increasingly healthy diet on a daily basis 
to weigh 160 pounds. I am weighing 160 pounds. I am energetic. I am healthy. I am treating my body like a temple. I am full of energy. I am confident. We need to speak life over ourselves. Faith it till you make it. Faith is simply speaking things until it becomes a reality. We need to change our thoughts. Our thoughts become our beliefs. And then those beliefs turn into those actions that we take. So we need to faith it till we make it. So let's recap the three ways in which we can use faith to achieve our goals. First of all, we need to have the right motives. So we need to change the motive from, from like make it less about us and more about the people that we have in our life. More about showing up the best for them, showing up the best for God. Number two, start with the heart of gratitude. Change your perspective. Be grateful that you get to move your body. Be grateful that you get to eat healthy. Number three is faith it till you make it. Speak life over yourself. Change your thoughts. Change your beliefs. And ultimately, that's going to change your actions. So that's going to conclude today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, screenshot it, post it on your story, tag me. I'll see you guys next time.